Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. It's Luke Bly, aka Master Blywalker. How are you, my friend? Hey, Matty boy, I am good, I am good, it is another week, we are now in March, mate, can you believe that? Can you believe it? We're in March. Yeah, crazy. Um, But no, I am well, sir, how on earth is Master Hudson on this fine week in the Star Wars galaxy? Well, we are 25% of the way through 2021. Let that sink in, guys. Uh, I'm all right, actually. I have got a German Weiss beer tonight, Ooh. a white beer, which I'm, I've, I've put, I put it in the freezer for the for the hour before recording. So it is lovely and cold. I'm about to destroy that whilst we record. But no, mate, that aside, I'm all right. It's a really quiet weekend, I think. I think that means I have had a quiet weekend. Quiet weekend, uh, all leading up to this. And yeah. uh, other than that, mate, not really, all, not really much going on, but uh, I know you said you're well, but has anything been going on your end? Because nothing's happened here. I mean, uh, I did drop you a cheeky message, didn't I? I was like, dude, have you ever heard of a cronut? And you were oh, like, bro, what oh, did yeah. you say? <laughs> what I said, I have had a cronut. Uh, I'll let Luke explain what that is in a second, but it is currently my top ranked treat of 2021. <laughs> I said that of no irony. <laughs> like, it's like I can just imagine Matt with like a little board in his kitchen. <laughs> You're like, right, <laughs> wham bar, that's gone up Shot three. to the top up, that's it, yeah. Shot to the top. Yeah, that's it, oh, mate. Yeah. Explain cronut. what a cronut is. Cronut, croissant and donut mixed into one. It's mad. It's an absolute madness. And there is a gorgeous, one of my favourite shops in the world, uh, who just coincidentally also sell donuts, June Store in Leon Sea, um, part of the Greater South End on Sea area in South Essex. Yeah, mate, this shop is the nuts, mate. Absolutely sweet. They look so good as well. In fact, they don't just look so good. They look so good. I do indeed. Oh, mate, yeah. Any, anything, anything that is worthy of Danny Boy's tones has got to be all right. But, I mean, these were absolute filth, mate. But that's it, really. Um, just still going on a lot of walks, I suppose, yeah. like everyone <laughs> yes, else. It is, isn't it? Really, you know, we talk about the weekend. Whenever the sessions is going, it is kind of like the weekend. You know, that's it, mate. So it's party atmosphere, and I got the beer. In. I've got a pint as well. That's how rock and roll I am. That's pint, mad. Guys. I'm kind of jealous. I've just gone for the boring old water today. I might, I might nip out at some point and um, get. I have got a Camden Hells in the fridge, so Ooh, maybe at some point when I'm rambling on, you'll know when it is because I won't stop. You run out and get your beer ski. Well, this is only. A, this was a late decision. The eleventh hour. This was when I had to pop to the. Uh, local shop to get some bin bags you see and i was like oh, okay i might as well get a beerio for the for the show because uh it's been a 
We've had, we've had some calls for celebration, certainly in terms of Patreon, haven't we, mate? Oh yeah, I, I tell you what, all I could all I can imagine is Matty Boy just going to a shop counter, bin bags, beer. The geezer Grown at the up. till, like flaming hell, mate! <laughs> you you having a large one tonight? That's it. <laughs> yeah, That's but it. no, you're you're right, Matty Boy. It is it is all good news. We got another new patron. Another member of the session sickheads, Eve and Evangel. That's what I reckon it's pronounced. Evangel, maybe Evangel. Uh, he, he has joined at the I am the Senate tier. What a legend. Thank you so much, Eve, mate. Senate, king of Malta. Again, wonderful country. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. We've got a lot of cool content to come. You know this, you know the score. We've got a lot that's already been out, and we've got a lot that's out right now. So we hope you enjoy that, and we hope you enjoy all the uh, perks that uh, pertain to that particular tier. So thank you so much for signing up at that level. Now, one of the uh, pieces of content which has dropped recently is our pubcasts. Now, for those not in the know, usually in a non-lockdown state, Luke and myself, we meet up at the pub. We get an actual pint in an actual pub, an actual person, and we spend 45 minutes with the microphones out chatting Star Wars in a very loose manner and it's not always star wars it's usually it's fast food as well and and more but um this time we thought do you know what let's why not why not video ourselves why not get our faces out there for our patrons they know what we look like they love it but we thought we'd video so we've got a video podcast out on the patreon which is getting some very nice feedback and we just thought we'd shake things up a little bit didn't we mate no exactly it was um it was definitely a nice little experience. And, you know, we went on Jamie Stangroom's channel a few months back mm. and we kind of thought, you know what, maybe maybe worth us doing a little cheeky video on there someday. So if you want to see our ugly mugs on the old Patreon, just sign up from as little as $2 a month less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop. Come on. You, you have the coffee. Yes, I like buying coffee, but you forget about it a week later. Whereas you sign up for our Patreon, you've got so much content for days. You get Luke Blywalker in a Boba Fett helmet in this video. What yeah. more could you want? You get to see me drinking a vat of tea. I mean, come on, if that's not exciting you, I don't know what, if that doesn't excite you, for our patrons throughout the month of March, we've got a giveaway going on as well. Hasbro, Mandalorian, Darksaber. You want it? You love it? You can have it. If you're one of our patrons, we're going to pick a random patron uh, and announce the winner on April the 5th. And the random name patron will win that Hasbro, the Mandalorian, Darksaber. Uh, Obviously, unboxed. It's still in its packaging. So all the details are on our Patreon. So from $2 a month, you get access to the giveaway to win that Darksaber. So if you want it, check out patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Uh, have a little gander and see if that is for you yeah absolutely it's all popping on the patreon i'm telling you lads awesome, uh, and, and then last bit of news is uh we're going on the old bbc essex aren't we the county radio again on thursday uh that will be the uh 4th of march uh around about 6 15 6 30 p.m ish so, yeah. right British time, yeah. Yeah, British time, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's all fun and games, Matty Boy. It's all fun and games. That's it. We love our aunt. We love the BBAS, our fourth or fifth time on. I don't know anymore who's in Campbell. We love it. Uh, BBC Essex and national news as well. So, um, yeah, that's all the news from the Essex Falcon. However, it wouldn't be Star Wars Sessions if we didn't hear the sounds of Big Ben Kenobi, would it, my friend? No, it really wouldn't. <laughs> 
In fact, I think I can hear. Yep. Yep. It's a galactic news round. Lucasfilm have officially confirmed that the Bad Batch series will begin on Disney Plus on May 4th. Daisy Ridley spoke to USA Today and said she was told Ray was nobody right up until the rise of Skywalker. Star Wars Squadrons will be coming to EA Play and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate in March 2021. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Now, in recent weeks, uh, it's been a bit barren for Star Wars news, but one bit of news dropped very recently, and it came from the mouths of fellow Star Wars talkers, Kessel Run Transmissions. You may have heard of them, you may not have heard of them. They dropped the Bad Batch um, news, which came true, and uh, they've put themselves out there as sort of scoopers and leakers in the community with varying degrees of success. But they have come out and said that there is... Uh, Big rumours that Mena Masood is going to be cast as Ezra Bridger in the Ahsoka show on Disney+. Plus. So we wanted to talk about that this week, general casting news for Ezra and Ahsoka, but also just the Ahsoka show in general. Now, what's it, going to, what's it all about? What's, it, what's going to happen in it? Um, we've seen Rosario once. We're going to see a lot more of Rosario as the character. So we thought we'd take a little bit of time just to you know, give our thoughts and hype levels for that in advance. So uh, up top... Before we get into the casting, the big million-dollar question for you, though, mate, is are you at all excited for the Ahsoka show? Yes, I am, mate. I am excited. And um, I think The Mandalorian Season 2, you know, when when, when I re-watch that bad boy and I watch The Jedi by yeah. Dave Filoni, it, it is always a good time. It is one of my favourite episodes from Season 2. But not just Season 2, mate, boy. It's one of my favourite episodes of The Mandalorian in its entirety. It is, it is a great show. One of the main reasons for that, mate, is Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Um, I'm really really excited for this what about you man same reason as you mate before the mando season two i wouldn't have been as excited because i just thought the character of ahsoka was all right i thought she was fine classic jab of the hud there uh, i but i acknowledged the growth from the beginning of clone wars to you know how she came back in rebels and the 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 arc that the character took i it was you know it went from a certain feeling to okay this character's pretty cool we're taking on those inquisitors and taking on vader the, the whole world between world stuff I was like okay i'm digging this a bit more now and then the jedi episode came along uh and rosario in live action sold it to me i was i was loving it uh with when that came on so now i am excited for it but um krt have dropped though that mina masood from uh disney's aladdin is apparently in talks or rumoured to have been cast as Ezra Bridger, which would then mean, of course, that Ezra Bridger is going to be in the Ahsoka show, which whether or not that comes as a surprise, we'll talk about that shortly. But mm. what are you thinking about the casting rumours? Because there's been other ones as well for Ezra, hasn't there? 
Yeah, there has, mate. There has. Well, the, obviously, you mentioned the guys uh, played Aladdin in the Disney live-action remake, which actually I quite enjoyed. Um, I didn't mind it either. I'm not the biggest fan of the live-action remakes that Disney are pumping out, but out of all of them, I think that was definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think, you know, getting actual Aladdin to play kind of space Aladdin <laughs> makes sense because there's no doubt, mate boy, there's no doubt that even when we watched Star Wars Rebels back in 2014, you know, 2015, lead up to Force Awakens, you know, Ezra always felt and, you know, maybe even looked in some situations like Aladdin, you yep. know, running across these like market towns, you know, in you know, deserty planets. Mm-hmm. It felt, and, and a lot of Star Wars architecture is, of course, inspired by Middle Eastern architecture. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of makes sense, right? It kind of makes sense. I think it's, I, I don't know if it's my first choice, but I think it makes sense, and I think he'd he'd fit the bill. It's just. Is it a bit too on the nose to get a guy who played Aladdin? <laughs> you know, I don't yeah, know. I what do you, you think? Because uh, listen, I'm not the film guy. I'm not. I'm not like massively into cinema. I love films and I love watching them. But you know, out of both of us, you are the film guy here. Do you think that's a funny choice, or do you think actually it suits Ezra and Star Wars? Um. Well, like you say, he's played Aladdin, so he's got that going for him. But he's also he's in he's in with Disney as well. Let's not forget. He right. uh, Masood came out after the uh, Aladdin film Aladdin was released. Uh, this will say last year now, and came out and said, "I haven't had I've had no offers since being in Aladdin." You know, people people said, "Oh, I must have been swapped with offers to to be in their film," but I've had none. And his filmography is lacking. He's been in a few smaller films. He's he, he's one of the main roles in a, in a TV show called Reprisal on Hulu. But that aside, he's he's not out there as much as some other actors, and that isn't his fault. There are there are potentially circumstances surrounding why he isn't there, which are kind of the ugliest side of Hollywood. But um, as an actor, I think he was good in Aladdin. I don't think Ezra's going to burst out into song at any point. But if he does, at least he can just to kind of handle that. Uh, I haven't seen him a huge amount of him, but only really seen him in Aladdin. And I thought he was good. I thought Naomi Scott was better, but I thought he was good in, in Aladdin. And it, again, it depends what they want for Ezra because uh, Mina Masood is 29 years old. Right. So age will come into it, but it depends what kind of Ezra they want to uh, pursue. Do they want the sort of jovial uh, Ezra again? When he left us in Rebels, he was a lot more, he'd matured by the time the end of Rebels came around. So how is he going to be in What's, what are we looking at? 20, uh, no, yeah, but 20 years later? Oh, no, it's not. It's about five years later, sorry, six, five, ten years later. So what's he going to be like? Can Mina Masood do that? I don't know. I don't know. He'll look the part, and he and he, and he did well in uh, Aladdin. He's been in Jack Ryan as well, and he was fine, but I haven't seen enough of him to be able to say definitively, that guy would be great. I have right. no doubt he'll be good, but I don't know how great he'll be because i just haven't seen enough of him right right i and for me that kind of is a good thing Mm -hmm. you know because i like the kind of like unknown character or unknown actors i should say um you know doing their thing in star wars 
you know, Daisy Ridley and whatever she 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 does, she, you know, she's gonna be what? Sorry, mate. Hey, English Rose. Oh yeah, oh yeah, naughty boy. Uh, you love a bit of old Razy Diddley, didn't you? <laughs> what would what would a podcast be without Matty Boy mentioning our uh, Daisy Ridley? I don't know. I see it, mate. It'd be pointless. It'd be pointless. But um, listen, right? Okay. So I I don't know. I just think it's it's nice that for star wars fans knowing hey we've got these talented people coming on board but no one else knows them yet they're ours and then after that right so there is a little bit of that that doesn't always uh work and you know that's not the rule um but i yeah i i think overall this is this is a decent casting and i'm looking forward to just you know if if this rumor is indeed true i'm looking forward to seeing uh the mina masood in this role uh will they give him blue contact lenses mate yeah. boy that is the question they've got to do it they did they did it i, I remember rosario saying in the behind the scenes that they they decked out a, a rosario in contact lenses to fit the char- animated character uh, uh more closely so i've got to imagine that they'll do it for Ezra and look we're Star Wars fans I don't necessarily look out for those kind of things but when it's mentioned to me if if the eyes are different it the OCD in me thinks oh no it's not right I've, I can't imagine it he's not the same character because I do a different color um so I'd hope I hope they would but if they don't that's what it is isn't it but um, right. yeah right. Mina again none of the, the casting isn't confirmed yet. it's just speculation from uh KRT but um it's out there and people are picking it up because Let's face it, there's not much else going on in Star Wars. So uh, we, we could probably put out a rumour and it may get traction simply because there's nothing else to talk about. But uh, somebody who is trying to get his name out there, and I think is fantastic every time he does, is uh, Rahul Kohli. On Twitter, since like last September, he has been basically banging the drum and teasing people. He's a British actor and saying, oh, I'm just getting myself in like a Lucasfilm frame of mind, you know, the, I'm the kind of guy who would train with Kane and Jarrus. He's dropping those kind of um, di- quotes. And yeah. it's like, not for any reason am I wearing a Lucasfilm t-shirt. Honestly, no reason whatsoever. I just feel like wearing it. And then, yeah, and he'll drop like, na- he'll name drop Ezra. And people are getting very excited. And he keeps saying, look, I'm only joking. I'm winding you up because he's having a, he's having, and he's having a good time doing it. But Rahul Kohli is, uh, he's actually a week younger than me. So he's, may be the right age to play Ezra. Um, he's really put himself out there. I think he's having a bit of fun, but he's been in um, iZombie, um, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Bly Manor as well. He's one of the main guys in that. Uh, he's on the Harley Quinn show as well. He uh, would also fit the bill because Mina Masood and Rahul Kohli would both fit the bill in terms of what they'd look like as Ezra. They both have that distinct Ezra-ness to them. And I've seen a bit of Rahul Kohli and he's a very decent actor as well. I know more of his work than Mina Masood. And uh, I just enjoy the fact that he's having a bit of fun putting himself out there saying, do you know what? There's an Ezra casting to be done. I want it. Same as Rosario Dawson did. Let's not forget somebody fan cast her as Ahsoka and she tweeted saying, oh yeah, let's make it happen. Or I'd love this. And then like three thought three or four years later, she is Ahsoka. So you know, have you seen any of the uh, the naughtiness from Rahul Kohli online? Yeah, mate, I have. I have. And actually, I think you'd make for, again, a, a good Ezra Bridger. Um, but 
I don't, yeah, it, it's just all it's all for the bants, really, isn't it? I'd love yeah. to get him on the show, actually. Maybe yeah, we should on, try Rahul. that. But, yeah, come on. We know you listen, mate. Come on, mate. Um, yeah, it, again, you know, I think uh, he would – he looks like Ezra, doesn't he? he? He looks like Ezra. I think it could work. I think it could work. But there we go. I, I, I think it all comes down to the acting. Um, yeah. And – Ezra, it's a funny one because once again, you'll need to, at least of Ahsoka, right? You had her as quite a, um, maybe I'm going to say childish. I can't think of a better word, but almost like a childish um, character in Clone Wars or like early Clone Wars. And then she grew and and developed as a character, especially. And then by Rebels, she's matured a lot and she's a lady, right and she's she speaks like an adult yeah and then in you know mandalorian man she's like space crazy space wizard <laughs> so i don't know i i think the only thing with the ezra character is we've seen him really as an adolescent as a maybe you know kid adolescent and now what you know uh, an adult that might be a bit more of a culture shock than the Ahsoka thing, actually. I'm going to say it right now. It's a good point. Mm. Just a, a very thought. good point. It's just a what thought. About, what about Taylor Gray, the dude who voices Ezra Bridger in, in Rebels? He's, he, he has acted on television mainly in, in films a few years ago. Why not, why not get Taylor Gray in to play Ezra Bridger? He knows the character inside and out. And let's face it, he sounds like Ezra Bridger because he is Ezra. And, you know, right. he's got, I mean, he's no less experienced than Mina Masood. He's not quite, maybe quite as experienced as Rahul Kohli, though actually I'd probably beg to differ he is. And he knows the character. So, you know, what's stopping him from just getting Taylor on board? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good point. I I wouldn't mind Taylor Gray either. I really wouldn't. I, I mean, it's like with the Ahsoka thing. We're never going to truly find out why Ashley Eckstein was was not chosen to do live action. I think that, you know, between us, we can actually kind of guess and come to a conclusion as to why. Yeah. And maybe it's the same with, with Taylor Gray. I do think that's a bit more of a gray space. If you pardon the pun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I won't pardon uh, that. you naughty boy, but no, uh, let's see. Let's see. I, I'm as long as the story is good, Matty boy. I don't mind. I really don't mind. I've got a question for you, mate, because we're talking about casting and all that and whatever. All we do know is that Rosario Dawson is going to be playing Ahsoka Tano in the Ahsoka show, which is just called Ahsoka and was, of course, announced at the uh, Disney Investor Day last year, late last year, which I couldn't believe. I still can't get over that night, that Thursday night. Ooh, ooh, and they didn't even give us to book a boba, did they? They saved that naughtiness for the Mando. I know. It was just like, because we, we weren't even expecting much. I don't think anyone was expecting anything big at Not all. That, Maybe no. just like an update on a few things and that's it. And lo and behold, man, we're like, oh, you're getting Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Oh, wow. And then they roll out the carpet. And, oh, yeah, there's more coming, by the way. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Hayden Christensen. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Yeah, all this other stuff. Bad Batch, everything. Mad, mate. Absolutely mad. Yeah, so good. So good. Um, But listen, the Ahsoka show. 
the Ahsoka show. We know Ezra's going to be in it. And, oh, well, we, we kind of know. We, 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 let's, let's just for now assume that Ezra Bridger from Star Wars Rebels is going to be in the Ahsoka show. Matt, when will the beginning of Ahsoka take place? Will it be oh. post Mandalorian season two? Or are you going to roll it back a bit and find out, you know, what on earth happened between Rebels and now? Why wasn't Ahsoka involved in the original trilogy at all? Why, why didn't she show up then? What do you reckon, mate? Oh, that is naughty. That is filth. Um, I, that's a great question because Dave Filoni's come out and said, you know, who said the Mando takes place after Rebels? So there's that, the, 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 Rebel, the end of Rebels, the prologue, sorry, of Rebels. Maybe after that, um, after the revelation of where is Grand Admiral Thrawn. So when is it going to take place? I, th- I mean, my head says it will take place after that Mandalorian episode. It will okay. take place that we've seen the Mando. She's asked where is Grand Admiral Thrawn, uh, and now she is probably going to be looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. But like you've just said, though, there will be people who haven't seen that Rebels prologue. And there is stuff within that, like who she particularly goes to meet on Lothal, Sabine Wren. Uh, that fact that she's looking for Ezra. Ezra. Um, again, there was that meme. Uh, there were probably a lot of people who who were probably just like, who is Grand Admiral Thrawn? And then there will also be like, who is Ezra Bridger and all these people who we know uh, as big cornerstones of modern Star Wars. But, you know, casual fans aren't going to know that. Now, they could quite easily give us a, a short bit of exposition as to what's going on here. But it all comes down to obviously what this show is going to be about. But for your question, if you're going to make me answer now, I reckon it will start after the Mandalorian episode of the Jedi, but we will go back. But what about you, though? (sighs) It's a hard one. I've asked it and I wanted some like direction, (laughs) some inspiration. Um, I'm kind of thinking it will be post the Mandalorian just to save confusion with with a sprinkle of flashbacks as to what on earth has happened do you think i mean how how do you think Ezra will play into the story mate because i you know i could always see Ezra being it, it, firstly is Ahsoka just one series and done is it a limited or is it I don't th- we don't I know don't think it, I, th- I think it's ongoing because it's going to lead in with Rangers and the Mando isn't it to that big crossover event so I think it's more than one see the crossover event yeah yeah so okay that kind of makes sense so I think I think season one could be the search for Ezra Bridger and where he was trying to bring him back and then I think we're going to see more and more of Thrawn, not just in Ahsoka, but the Mandalorian and Rangers of the New Republic. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. And it will all lead into this event that will be a big deal, but then will lead on to possibly the beginnings, the foundations of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I think you're right there. Mm. I think you're right there. We're looking at Wikipedia. They saying that, uh, the official description is it is uh, Ahsoka Tano's story will continue in a limited series. So who oh. knows? If it's eight to ten episodes, then uh, I have no idea, basically. If it's eight to ten episodes, then I think they very quickly get to the crux of who Ezra is and where he is. But again, is where does he play into this? Because the direct question that Ahsoka said isn't, isn't 
you know, where's Ezra Bridger? It's where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Right. So she's looking for Thrawn. We know the last time we saw that big blue geezer, he was uh, wrapped up in space tentacles. Yes, um, he loves it. Which is slightly worrying because they went into hyperspace and all the windows are broken. So wouldn't they've just been turned into atoms? But um, that aside. Nah, that's not how Star asking, Wars works, mate. Leia, yeah, Jackie, don't worry about that. Leia, don't worry about that kind of stuff. Leia did a whole Mary Poppins stunt on us Bro. in The Last Jedi. Don't question it. Don't no, question it. I'm not it. going to. I'm space, not going to do that. Space doesn't work the same there. Space right? whales. Space whales, mate. I like space whales. The Pergil. Um, yeah, so we know Ezra, it. the last time we saw Ezra, he, he was with Thrawn. So has Thrawn been getting his, uh, you know, we know Thrawn's rather persuasive and manipulative. Uh, has he been getting his hooks into Ezra and changing his way of thinking? Potentially. Is Ezra going to be this lightsaber wielding, um ba or is he going to be uh, more of a monk-like figure or is he going to be dead do you know what i mean <laughs> they may they may be casting for ezra for flashbacks who knows maybe and i'm gonna say it now i don't think matty boy listen listen here yeah get your drink ready yeah i've got it i got it because i think ahsoka's gonna die Oh. I didn't say I didn't say the word, but what that what what the heck execution? Let's have it. Let's have it, mate. Let's have it. Um, I don't know. I I I think Ahsoka's going to die because surely you'd think what she was alive during the sequel trilogy as well. What uh, that would be jumping the every shark known to man. I know Filoni loves Ahsoka, and I'm not going to bash Filoni, but Filoni. This loves got to serve the story at some point. He loves an Ahsoka session. He loves it. You can tell from the behind the scenes, uh, like uh, footage from Mandalorian season two, that <laughs> yeah. a lot of care and love went into the production of particularly. It was was it chapter? Uh, it was the fifth episode, right? Thirteen would that be? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. So chapter, yeah, 13. Anyway, the Ahsoka one. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of love went into that. And actually, I thought it was pretty well directed. Dave Filoni directed it. And, um, you know, lots of nods to, you know, the old uh, Japanese samurai films or, or westerns, you know. And also, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, just the landscape. We've spoken about this before. It's one of my favorite planets I've seen in modern, you know, not even modern era Star Wars, just Star Wars in general. That was one of my favorite planets we've seen, the castle with the dead woodland around it. To me, mate, it actually felt very Middle Earthy, right? Very Lord of the Rings. And we all know that Dave Filoni is a huge Middle Earth um, fan. And, you know, if he's not drawing sketches of Ahsoka, he's drawing sketches of Gandalf and, and sometimes, you know, together, you know. So um, I, I, I think that Filoni's probably had a lot of these things in his head for a while, you know. And the reason I say that, mate, is because I, I love jotting down ideas and spending time on my Minecraft city. That's right. <laughs> yes. I am comparing the Ahsoka Disney Plus show to my Minecraft city. And here's why. 
because I love architecture. I love designing and I love building. It's a great game. It's a timeless game. I've played Minecraft for 10 years. It'll be this year, right? Just casually. I just play it. I don't play it daily or anything like that. And not even weekly at the moment, but I, I pop on every now and then and I continue with my little city projects I've got going on on the PlayStation. And you know, while I'm not doing it, I come up with ideas for buildings and sometimes I'll write them down, right? Or draw them. Dave Filoni is that guy. He's that guy. And the fact that, you know, Favreau and Dave are producing this show, they are creating the Ahsoka show and they've introduced her in The Mandalorian, mate. I think it's it's a very cool thing. It's a very, very cool thing. Very good thing. And if if that chapter in the Mandalorian is, you know, anything to go off of. I am really excited for this, this series. And I think that I, I don't know. I I think the story is going to be wicked, mate. And there's going to be all of these integrated, you know, stories going on with Rangers, Mando, Ahsoka, possibly book of Boba Fett as well. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Man, that sounds exciting. Oh, well, we're talking about the story, so let's kind mm. of get into that. Mm. But I've got to ask one question about potential. Two questions, in fact, about potential might happens before we kind of think, okay, what actually might happen during this? Right. First question is, Luke Skywalker, are fans going to get their, this much-anticipated Luke Skywalker-Ahsoka Tano meeting, the son of Anakin Skywalker, obviously Ahsoka's master, and... Uh, Hayden Christian and Rosario Dawson have history. They both studied acting together at the same school. They appeared in Shattered Glass together. Could we get a Snips and Sky Guy uh, like Force Ghost scene in Ahsoka? Oh, man. Snips and Sky Guy. See, father and son. Will they both visit Tano? Could you imagine? Um, <laughs> that'd be mental, wouldn't it? That would be mental. I could see, I could see, you know, I, I'm adamant that we're going to see Luke again in the Mandalorian, but maybe we won't. Maybe it will be in this, you know, the Defenders style limited run that we're going to get, which I'm sure we are going to get. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And it's almost hinted at, you know, when you listen back to that investor call, it's almost hinted at that that's what they're talking about, whether that is a film. <gasps> Imagine if it's a film. Mate. Mate. Matt, Matt, imagine if it's a film. Oh my days. I don't Mate, know if he's it gone will. something. I don't know if it will be, but imagine. Call up variety. We've got our scoop here. It, Mate, could you imagine this like Ahsoka, Mando, all these all these little mandems running around? Oh god, these smokers smoking fellas all on imagine that on screen. <laughs> I don't know. But even if it's not on the big picture. Uh, I'm really anticipating it. I'm flaming hell. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, but anyway, what was the original <laughs> question? Uh, Luke, is Luke going to be in it? Yes. Will they meet? And will will Snips and Sky Guys share like a Force Ghost session? I, now we I, know Hayden's back in the. Franchise. I think we're going to see Luke in 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 this like little bit of the universe again. Whether that's once, twice, or maybe a few times, I think it's going to be. Uh, you know limited i don't think they're going to be going crazy with it but i do think that i don't know maybe anakin maybe a bit of a stretch mm-hmm. maybe a bit of a stretch because as well ahsoka isn't a jedi anymore so i, I, and no I think jedi. 
Right. And I think we're going to see a bit more of that. And maybe that might play into the reason as to why we've not seen Ahsoka in, I don't know, the original trilogy era. Maybe she felt like it wasn't her place to do anything or, you know, in fact, that maybe she, not even that it was her place, that she didn't believe in doing anything. But that seems a little out of character. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Once, twice, three times a sky guide. So it looks like we might get Luke Skywalker. When Luke Bly Walker says we're going to get Luke Skywalker after his Mando prediction, I mean, I believe we will do now because Luke said it. Again, take that one to the bank. As for Anakin, look, Hayden's back. And just just because, you know, they had that shared connection in terms of acting school and they shared a film together, doesn't mean anything. But it's interesting. Uh, But it would be nice now, now, now that we've got Sky Guy and Snips in live action, it would be great uh, to, to speculate that we could get them back again. They've got they've got uh, Hayden back. He's playing Darth Vader in some way in the Obi Wan series. So why not utilize him? It would be fun. What could we learn from it? Probably not much, but it would be fun. <laughs> it wouldn't be great to have Luke Skywalker, Anakin, and Ahsoka on screen together it, just for like the fanboy dream. It would be crazy because that's kind of like what people are calling for in Episode Nine, or you yeah. know, in, for the sequel trilogy in general. And you know, we kind of got that because in Episode Nine there is Luke Skywalker, there is Anakin as Hayden Christensen, and Ashley Eckstein as as Ahsoka, yes, but, but but audio only. Mm, it, I don't know. I don't it could know. Certainly, be fun. Again, I don't necessarily believe Luke. Oh. I think yeah, Luke. Luke is coming back in some way because they've got they've got a hand off the baby somehow. Um, Anakin's a pipe dream again. It needs to serve the story. It would be wonderful to see Snips and Sky Guy in live action, but it, there needs to be a reason other than I bet the fans would love this, and that's why I worry about Filoni. That's my only worry about Filoni is that he knows what the fans want. And he'll give the fans what they want, but as long as it's not at the expense of the story. And I think right. the Jedi actually showed the his episode, sorry, showed that he has matured as a, as a director as well as, and as a writer. Yeah. Because he, that was a very... You know, Ahsoka's cutting down force left, right and centre, which is very un-Ahsoka-esque. But it was a very beautiful episode as well. It was a, at times quite slow, um, methodical episode, which was great. And he could have gone all guns blazing as well, but... I liked what he gave us in that, so I've got much more faith than I did before. But um, me in too. So, in terms of Ahsoka, then we mentioned Thrawn, we mentioned Ezra. We kind of guessing they may be certainly Thrawn might be the thing that connects everything. But Ezra, apparently, Mina Masood is going to be playing him, so Ezra's going to be there. We reckon Thrawn's going to be there. Do you reckon anyone else is going to turn up from the films or animated series? And also. Just what, you know, what else could this thing be about other than Ahsoka just looking for Thrawn? I think Bendu is going to turn up from Star Wars Rebels as a huge, as a huge cloud with lots of lightning. Oh, he said cloud. (laughs) And that as well. That as well, my friend. Um, That's it. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, you know what? I'm really not sure. I'm really, really not sure. I don't want them to lean like crazy heavy on the animated stuff i want to see some new characters as well mm. i'm sure we will um I'm, I'm hearing some rumors man i'm hearing some rumors now ahsoka has never met grogu right but in in that in in the scene with grogu 
Ahsoka basically explains, well, firstly, his name and that he was rescued from the uh, Coruscant uh, Jedi Temple during during Order 66. There's some rumors going around, right? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That Bad Batch rescue Grogu you, from... You dirt farmer. I know. Dirt farmer. I know, mate. Blue wow, milk. I'm a blue milk mil- Blue milk milker. That is a um, milky, milky rumor. That is a naughty one, isn't it? It is a naughty one. But <laughs> here, listen here, right? So okay. do you think there's a chance that we might see, I don't know. Um, do you think Do you think there'll be anything from the prequel era and Clone Wars explored in Ahsoka, the show, right? Because it seems like, and the reason I bring the Bad Batch stuff up is because it seems like Lucasfilm are actually starting to go down the prequel route a lot more. Yeah. You know, true. and it's not just with Clone Wars and, and, and Bad Batch and animated. You know, the fact that they've recast, uh, recast they've, they've brought uh, Obi-Wan back and whatnot. It, it's just this cultural shift from, you know, I think in 2015, there was this reluctance to almost acknowledge the prequel yeah, trilogy. They were scared, man. One of the biggest things, one of the biggest turning points I remember was at Star Wars Celebration 2017 for the 40 years of Star Wars um, event and panel. They said, oh, yeah, Hayden Christensen is going to be here, you know, and that that felt like a big deal because that wasn't the case beforehand. It didn't feel like that, you know. So yeah. Anyway, do do you think any more like themes of the prequels are going to be, uh, I don't know, explored in Ahsoka? Um, I certainly hope so because like so Hayden got a great reset. Obviously, our boy Ahmed Best did as well. I think they're realizing now that hey, the prequels may not have been, uh, the story may not have been as well received or well told as you know they would have liked now that they've taken over. But right, that that is the story. So you know, people love these stories. And we, we love the stories. We recognize them for all of their flaws, but we love the films, man. Yeah. And there are untold amount of people out there who do as well. Obviously, there are people who don't, which is fine. But they are part of the canon. They're part of the story. So they have to acknowledge them, and I'm glad that they are. But in Ahsoka, again, it also depends how long it is. If it is an eight to ten run series, then uh, I'd hope they don't bog it down too much in the past. If it is, If it's a longer form series, then... Yeah, well, I'd like to. I love seeing anything Clone Warsy in live action. Like when we saw the battle droid, super battle droid, sorry, in Mando, I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And we'd seen them in uh, in the Clone Wars and in the prequels, but seeing them in this particular format, they looked great. Will we see too much of it? I, I'm, I'm not sure that we will. I think we'll get references. I think we'll get name drops maybe. But if the search is for Grand Admiral Thrawn, Ezra Bridger and that will be the link. Now, Sabine Wren, and Captain Rex may be turning up. I, th- I think we're guaranteed to get Captain Rex, I think. I'm almost really? guaranteed. We're, I think we will do, just just because they've got Tamura back in. And I think we're guaranteed on that. I think we're guaranteed to get Sabine Wren because this, the end of Rebels set it up, I think. And I'd love that. But I think we will do. I think we will get a cheeky Rex, and I think they'll make it. I think they'll do the old... I know somebody who might be able to help us with this. And then the next episode, they go and find Captain Rex. He will be like 90 at this time. But mm, um, I think Rex t- will be dead. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. 
precisely Rex for will be I, like a hundred years old. Get that printed on a t-shirt. I think Rex will be dead. Rex um, is dead. Rex um, is dead. But because of the clone, like accelerated lifespan thing, you know, like man, man's already looking a bit old in Rebels. Yeah, a bit, bit, you know, weathered. Mm, I don't know, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I think we'll definitely get a so uh, we'll definitely get a Soka in the Soka show. Definitely, I think we'll definitely get Sabine Wren. Um, you know, if anything, I think we'll get we're more likely to get people from Rebels. So yeah, a, sure. a Harrison Doula or uh, other people. I don't think we're going to go too far back into the Clone Wars because, like we said with Rex, Rex is going to be a bit of a codger by then, uh, and the Clone Wars were thirty or twenty, thirty years before this timeline. So sure. They would be stretching a little bit there, but um, so yeah. On that, my final thoughts are: yeah, Mina Masood, good casting, and then Rahul Kohli will be good. I'd like to actually, I'd, I'd like to see Gabriel Luna from Agents of Shield. He might be a bit too old, but I think he'd kill it as Ezra. And for the Soka show, I'm excited. And this conversation with Blyla Wren has actually uh, has actually got me more excited at the possibilities. None of these may come true, dude, but I'm excited for where this show could go. But um, what about yourself? Final thoughts then, man. Right. I, I reckon we're going to get Ahsoka in what, in this series, whether it's going to be multiple series or just the one. And it's going to be about the search for um, Ezra. We eventually, toward the end of the series, find Ezra for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if it's we're going to see the world between worlds. We've barely Good you know, mentioned that. That would be not. interesting. There we go. See, if we do, if we do see it, Matt, I want it explained because I do believe recently it was uh, put into you know some sort of words that the world between worlds wasn't time travel, but something else, but counted as something else, right? So it's time itself, isn't it? Pretty much, it's a hard one. And it's all to do with a certain point of view, Matty boy. So uh, I hope they, I hope they steer clear. Generally, I just hope they steer clear of it. I, I love cosmic Star Wars, but I don't want anything which could relate to any kind of time. It feels mending. like you have to, like, if Ezra's turning up, how on earth can you explain that? You can't, like, to me, it feels like you can't just like be like, yeah, yeah oh, here's Ezra. <laughs> All oh, right. He's down Mass's so, castle the whole time. I yeah, he, Swifties. Yeah, he's been absolutely on the old Berios, and he don't even look like Ezra now. You know, we're talking about Rex looking like a ninety-year-old. Ezra's going to look like a ninety-year-old. Ezra looks like me. All now. he does, all he does, is get boozed up and then goes to fish and chip shop <laughs> and asks for freebies. And actually, and chips. They just chuck him a few freebies. Here, have a have a curry sauce. And a small See, chips. Oh, do you, Greg's around can the I pay with a five? No, mate. Can't pay with a fiver. Your fiver's dirty. Get Here, out. Fraun. Here, Grand Admiral, Chuck, lend us a tenner, mate. Yeah. They're best buddies now. Give me like a buddy right. comedy. <laughs> and then it's going to lead. We're going to see Thrawn toward the end. And uh, do you know what? I think we're going to start hearing about Thrawn throughout like Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic, as oh, this new sure. head so. honcho of the Empire, the Imperial Remnant. And I think, I, I believe Thrawn is going to be vital for the return of Palpatine. There we go. He uh, he certainly was instrumental in charting out the routes to the unknown regions, which led Palpatine to Exegol, exactly. or that area in exactly. canon, and also the Revenant. So it's there, mate. So 
So basically, you're excited. I'm excited. Don't forget, man, we, we got a whole th- story thread introduced in Mandalorian Season 2 that we, like, we barely talk about because Mandalorian Season 2 was so flipping good. Man, we got Snoke clones in these tubes, right? <laughs> no what? Come on. Like, I'm telling you, the, all of these series, they are, they are building up for this foundation of the sequels, and it's going to be tight. Remember what I said, man? Were they were they were they getting those DNA so they could create Palpatine's strand cast son? Might have nothing to do with Palpatine, man. That's true. That's true. Now that would be mad. Imagine if we saw a baby Ray and they got the they got the girl from Killing Eve back. <laughs> oh, Jodie Coma. That's it. You know, you got That's the it. you got the whole family back, you know? It's like a reunion. It's all happening in the Ahsoka show, guys. You heard it here first. Today I'm excited to share with you that John and Dave are concurrently developing two new spin-off series exclusively for Disney Plus. One, The Rangers of the New Republic, and the other featuring fan favorite, Ahsoka Tano. Set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, these interconnected shows, along with future stories, will excite new audiences, embrace our most passionate fans, and will culminate in a climactic story event. With Dave's episode, we really, really start to get into something that tonally and also amazing to see him bring in an animated character of his into live action. It was incredibly important to Dave Filoni in particular. It felt like that what we did in The Mandalorian was respecting what had come before. I intentionally did not do anything with her in season one because I didn't want to mess it up. It's a character that George and I created. She's one of the first things I ever drew for Clone Wars. People know this character. They've watched her grow up. I don't like bringing characters in unless there's a real value to it. It really was about how can you learn this child's name? Who would know these things? What's fascinating with her is she's the first character that we've met that really actually knew Yoda. So for her, it's bringing back all these memories and things that aren't unlike what the viewer experienced as well when they saw the child for the first time. I learned so much making that episode, you know, and I hope to bring that to future episodes. Never stop learning. That's the way of the Jedi. Never stop learning. Revenge is not the Jedi way. I know Jedi. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter for The Mandalorian, and you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Right, it's that time of the show where the Falcons touch down to have a little bit of rest, and we've touched down to have a little Kef beer. We're just outside the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Oh, let's do it, mate. Yeah, for those who don't know, the Bantina is our little bar where we sit down and have a couple of Kef beers. We sit down with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, and we want to get your thoughts on our main discussion. So first, firstly, what were your thoughts on the Ezra casting? And secondly, what were your excitement levels for the Ahsoka show? Yeah, we got 
a lot of responses across social media. Uh, in fact, we put out a tweet that was really popular, like super, 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 super popular. But to kick us off, to kick us off is our boy, local boy and local, local boy, huh? legend, George Constantinou. Let's hear him. Hey guys, um, can't wait to see the Ezra character expanded on a bit more. I think uh, Mena Masood is a. I really liked him in uh, Aladdin, so yeah, it's a good choice. And um, yeah, that's the the character arc I'm most looking forward to see him return. And obviously, Thrawn and uh, Ahsoka as well. So yeah, me and my missus have watched Rebels twice in lockdown now. So yeah, really looking forward to see how they uh, expand on that character in the new Ahsoka series. And I think they've got the the choice right with the actor. Sweet. Big up Star Wars sessions. The spice is real. <laughs> yes, you naughty boy. Big up Georgie boy. Ooh. Coming in with them naughty voice messages. We love it. We love you, Georgie boy. Thank you for that nice one, brilliant mate. message. Uh, up next, Jerrica Hero said, "I love this." choice i always thought that ezra had many of my favorite characteristics that we see in aladdin and mena masood did amazing at portraying aladdin so i think they would transfer very well to ezra i also wonder how many years post rebels this will be since i think mena mm. would make a great ezra five or ten years after even his voice sounds like an older version of ezra thank you for that brilliant insight jerrica ear legend nice one a good shout there um a lot of people uh, including uh, the likes of johnny olif burnt schoenlinger shane daly vadin simmons james t 2006 they uh, they threw taylor gray's name into the ring like we did they'd like to see him take the role because of his allegiance to the character he is the voice he like like Ashley was to Ahsoka. He is Taylor. He is Taylor. He is Ezra as well. So um, there's a lot of groundswell support for Taylor Gray as well. But nobody really disputing Mina Masood either. But uh, thank you for that, guys. Now, Lukey Boy, on to the Ahsoka series. Ah, uh, the Ahsoka series. To kick us off is our pal all the way from the Philippines. It's Tristan Lazo. Let's hear it. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Captain Rex Rogers on Instagram, and here are my thoughts on the newly announced Ahsoka Disney Plus series. I'm really, really excited and thankful that Disney is bringing back a lot of our beloved characters that we grew up on in live action. And Ahsoka Tano is probably the best thing to happen in the Star Wars Disney Plus franchise next to The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan, and The Book of Boba Fett. You know, I grew up watching Ahsoka from the Clone Wars and all throughout Rebels, and to see that her journey continues, especially in live action, is just amazing. With Filoni back at the helm, I'm just excited and curious to see how they're going to expand the universe as well as the lore that surrounds the character. And I do hope that we finally get some closure from introduced story arcs that we got from Star Wars Rebels. Overall, I am very excited and happy that a character so beloved by many is returning to the small screen where the spotlight is finally on her. What a legend. Brilliant, brilliant voice message there, Tristan. Pretty much agree with you 100% there, buddy. What do you reckon, Matty boy? 
Yeah, I agree, mate. Uh, Captain Rex Rogers himself on Instagram. Yeah, man, it is one of the bigger things to come out of the Disney Plus announcement, and we know how much people love the character of Ahsoka. It, it, it didn't surprise me how much people loved her, but it also did take me back a bit mm. at the, how much people resonated with the character of Ahsoka. So nobody should take this series lightly, mate. So yeah, nice one, uh, nice one, Captain. Straight up gangster. Up next, we got Adrian surely with another naughty voice no less here at adrian i'm incredibly excited about the ahsoka series probably even more so than the mandalorian itself ahsoka whilst not appearing in any of the saga movies is a character whose journey appears to be destined to touch the time period of all three trilogies and this for me will be like filoni completing his own ahsoka trilogy clone wars rebels and whatever we want to describe this collection of new shows as His previous works have both featured the heroes coming close to uncovering great conspiracies, Order 66 and then the Death Star. I think Ahsoka's journey will focus on Thrawn and Ezra, but there will be moments when she will narrowly miss out on uncovering the true villain behind everything, Palpatine, always in the shadows. Filoni masterfully used the time afforded by longer-form storytelling in TV to fill in many of the gaps left by the prequel trilogy and I'm 100% certain that's what he'll do for the sequel trilogy as well. But this isn't about saving or changing the sequel trilogy, just as it's not what Clone Wars was about for the prequel trilogy. This will be a great story in itself. And finally, I'm looking forward to a lot more of Rosario Dawson's older and wiser Ahsoka. I think her portrayal of Ahsoka was spot on, and she's another great ambassador for the franchise. Plus, her friendship with Hayden Christensen and his return for Obi-Wan will surely lead to the Ahsoka Anakin Force Ghost chat fans crave. What a moment that could be. Wow. The Mancalorian. That's my greatest claim to fame is giving him, bestowing upon him that title. What a legend. That that was a good voice message. I tell you that, Adrian. You naughty boy. Uh, yeah, a lot of great points there, man. A lot of great points. And you never know that Hayden... Ahsoka reunion, that Annie, Lilani, and Sk- Sky Guy, Ugh. Snips, Ugh, days. what? Um, might be one of the greatest moments in Star Wars ever. We don't know, mate, boy. We don't know. We don't know. One thing I do know is Adrian is always bringing the filth. Adrian, we always said his messages and voice comments are always, always packed full of the good stuff. So thank you very much for that, guys, uh, for sending those voice messages in. And on the uh, like this, the point of whether people are excited for Ahsoka, like Luke said, we put out a tweet and some uh, posts on socials asking for uh, your hype. And a lot of people are hyped for the Ahsoka show. And we received so many people rating their levels of excitement at 10 or in some cases, like astronomically high numbers. But not everyone is excited. There were some people, quite a lot in fact, um, who uh, aren't happy with Disney's handling of the property, shall we say, or the people at the top. And, you know, fair deuce, your opinion is your opinion. There are a lot of people out there who apparently won't be tuning in. Um, I think they're going to miss a pretty cool show. But there are also some people who are wary of Rosario in the role still, they're worried about how the character will translate in live action mm. in a longer form um, situation. But the comments we got were a real mixed bag, but we generally did get like hundreds, so we couldn't go through them all. But it's interesting to see the uh, different attitudes and the perceptions of this show from people. 
people in the fandom, wasn't it, dude? Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's always good fun, man. It's always good fun, even when we get the uh, different opinions. I like to see them. And there were people giving lower scores, and actually they gave really good reasoning. I was like, hey, listen, fair enough. You know, fair enough. I totally get that one, to be honest. So, yeah, just watch this space. You know, I'm excited for it. You're excited for it. And that's, you know, it's all good, mate. It's all good. We are on this spice train and we are on the way. We're going past Wickford and we're on our way to sweet, sweet Liverpool. I don't even, I don't know why I'm using that line. as That's on your line, ain't it? That's I'm on, on my line, line. mate. Oh, Stratford, yeah. You go past Wickford, go to Shenfield, and then you're well on your way to Liverpool, to the glory land of Stratford or Liverpool Street. Yeah, I'm on the old Fenchurch Street line, ain't I? Yeah, so you're Fenchurch, I'm Liverpool, Stratford, yeah, Liverpool Street, not the one up north. No. Um, Yeah, so everyone who sent in comments, thank you so, so much for those. Uh, Do keep sending in your comments and voice messages, and we will uh, endeavour to get to them on a future show. But if you've been following our socials for the past week, which we're sure you have, because you're great people, you'd have noticed that we put out a, a giveaway for the upcoming uh, Alexandra Freed novel, Alphabet Squadron, Victory's Price, the final part, the final piece of the trilogy that our, uh, our Alexander Freed himself has written. It comes out on March the 5th. We have a hard copy, uh, hardcover copy, ready to send out to somebody out there. We asked you guys, didn't we, Lukey? To get to to join in the game, and we got we got quite a lot of people who want to read this book, didn't we, man? Yeah, there were a lot of people who thought, do you know what? I'll have a slice of that. Victory's price sounds uh, sounds all right. So we thought, yeah, well, we'll give you a book then. That's slice it, really. Of the price. Yeah. So we've got same as we did with the Mando Monopoly. We've got the old Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of Names up here. We've got everybody's name who entered, and. Any second now, I am going to spin the wheel. I'm going to press a button, spin the wheel, and we will find out who's won it. So, Luke, are you ready for this? I am ready, Matty boy. Right, I'm going to spin the wheel, and this person will receive a copy of Victory's Price. Here we go. The wheel is spinning. Oh, I am excited. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, Adam and Eve, the winner of Victory's Price is Tim Griesbach. He has won a copy of Victory Price. <laughs> yeah. That naughty boy has won a copy of Victory Price. Tim, congratulations, mate. We will hit you up. We'll slide into your DMs in the best possible way to find out where we can send that book. But, Tim, congratulations, mate. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good best podcast best podcast that's right it is the patreon part of the bantina the spiciest part of the show where our patrons get to ask us a question every month every single month and to kick us off it is the king of belgium the naughty lad the um the muscles from Brussels? He's not from Brussels, yeah. is he? He's from... Um, that That's Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Verp, isn't he? Yeah. But the... Oh, I can't the, call him the um, book. The, <laughs> <laughs> the big Burke from Antwerp. <laughs> 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 what rhymes with Antwerp? We'll come up with something. Because I'd like to do that. To, to, to... The Belgian Bond. 
Well, Belgian Bond. Yeah, that's a classic, isn't it? Okay, anyway. So Vadim asked this one, Matty Boy. He says, Star Wars characters. you got to marry one. you got to kiss one. you got to kill one. <laughs> Go. Vadim chose he's going to marry Ray. Sorry, Matt. He's going to uh. kiss Ayla Secura, smooching those twi lips. <laughs> <laughs> twi lips, people. Yeah. Twi lips. It's happened. On Star Wars Sessions, you heard Did it I? first. And I'm killing Snoke's stylist. Not Snoke, Snoke's stylist. Snoke's stylist. Um, Matty Boy, marry, kiss, and kill. Oh, wow. Go. I'd, I'd argue that Snoke's stylist was killing it. He made that dude look good. Um, right, uh, Vadim, uh, I am going to marry Ray. Fight me. Uh, who would I kiss? Uh, the best dressed in the galaxy, Padme Amidala, which is a fox. And who am I going to kill? Wow, that was the question, wasn't it, before I go any further? Yes, it was. Um, well, on that, Rush Clovis, the one who, the <laughs> senator who was always like sniffing around Padme, and Anakin got so jealous he almost <laughs> killed him. So uh, I don't want him around. So, right. uh, I'm actually, uh, oh, I should have said Anakin, but that Anakin would s- destroy me. So Ray, Padme, and Rush Clovis. Uh, but what about you, man? What about you when you're off to the uh, Twilight Kingdom baths? Okay, so Mary um, has Can't say one. It's probably going to be Leia, you know? Yeah, ma- yeah, prob- maybe. Mm, yeah, that's a hard one. Kiss, probably Padme. We've <laughs> oh, got a fight about that. <laughs> straight, what? straight up, straight up. And kill, probably... Storms are coming, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to Phantom Menace. Oh, knock her out. Flip in. <laughs> bang. Have one of them. What's her name? I've no idea. I just called her Prune Face. I'm not well, sure she's that's got, name. She's got a that Surely. Like Phantom oh, Menace. Oh, she's got a backstory, dude. She, of course she has. She's probably like, oh, yeah, the whole reason Storm's why Storms are coming, Palpatine. Annie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bones are aching. My bones are aching back inside. Storms are coming, Annie. That is my favourite. It's basically the anthem for if you're playing Fortnite, because there's always a storm <laughs> coming in Fortnite. So. <laughs> That's it. Storm's coming, Annie. Go, go, go. Yeah, so um, probably kill her, mate. So. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 got, I get your reasoning behind that. No questions asked. Bish, bash, bosh. Job done. Yeah. Uh, Vadim, nice one, Belgian Bond. Everyone out there in the Star Wars galaxy, who would you marry, who would you kiss, and who would you kill? Let us know and see if you can um, outdo the Storms Are Coming Annie lady. So, nice one, Vadim, mate. We also got a, uh, a filthy one, actually, from Scott Fisher, the Essex clone. And he said this. He said, uh, he's been re-watching Star Wars Rebels Season 2 and he's been thinking, I know Jedi are not meant to be fearful as fear, suffering and anger lead to the dark side. However, watching and noticing Kanan's reaction to the realisation that he's met three clones in the Lost Commanders episode... Makes me wonder, do the Jedi fear the clones? Scott thinks they do. He says, uh, Kanan, when it comes to stormtroopers, even to an extent the Inquisitors, you know, he takes that in his stride. He's fine with that. Comes back with a few one-liners. But with the clones, lightsaber out, he's going to defend the rebels to the death against the clones. He says, in the history of Star Wars, the clones seem to be the one of the few non-Force-sensitive individuals that can go toe-to-toe with the Force users. Even minus the element of surprise that we saw with uh, Ahsoka struggling in the Clone Wars and uh, Jaro to Pole in Jedi Fallen Order. 
What do we think? Do we think the Jedi after Order 66 are afraid or fearful of the clones? So Scott is a clone himself in many ways. And I love this question. So Luke, after Order 66, did the Jedi fear the clones and were they afraid of them? I think um, when you think about the clones, you know, they were skilled warriors, right? And they were trained from infancy to kill. Um, They are probably some of the most effective uh, warriors that the galaxy in Star Wars has ever seen, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when you do the research on it, you know, the uh, Trade Federation or the, the, the Separatists, I should say, you know, completely outnumbered the Republic. But the reason that it was a lot more toe-to-toe was because the clones were so skilled and they were they were just great in combat alongside the Jedi. It was a synergy. It worked. They were brothers. So in that regard, I think maybe the Jedi had kind of like a healthy fear for them, right? Just like, you know, you have a health, healthy fear for, for, for many things, right? If I were always hanging out with an absolute unit beefcake who did MMA, who had a little bit of a temper on him every now and then, I'd be like, I have a healthy fear of that guy. He's my friend, but I have a healthy fear of him. I wouldn't want to just like... I don't. I, I. I don't know. I wouldn't want to punch his windows in. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't because I have a healthy fear of him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the analogy I was thinking of. Now, in a post Order sixty six world, all my days, yes, yes, the Jedi were probably having nightmares about the clones. The ones that survived, and even the ones that maybe heard about it, they'd be having nightmares about it, man, for sure. And that could be more you know, to do with the psychology behind it than actually, you know, the capability of the clone troopers, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I think there definitely would have been some fear instilled in the Jedi, unfortunately. Nice one, mate. I'm a unit beefcake who does KFC. That counts. Uh, yeah. Might not be MMA, love but it. I do. Um, I do like a chicken bone. Um I think this is a great question. If anybody wants any clone information, hit up Scott on Instagram. He's fantastic. He's in our YouTube video. He is the clone trooper, um, and he's incredible. I think the Jedi were extremely wary of the clones, for sure, because I don't... I can't recall. I don't believe Kanan knew that the clones were brainwashed to begin with. You know, I don't know if he knew they had that chip that made them turn. Obviously, he met uh, Wolf, Gregor, and Rex on Celos in that episode. So he met them, and they would have explained to him, you know, we had this chip in our head before that. He wouldn't have known that. So, but even then, would that change his mind? Because Kanan's very stubborn. Even if he know, knew about the chip, it took him a little while to warm to the idea of these clones. Uh, they've been mind controlled before, and maybe they can snap at any moment. Mm. And sometimes the proximity to danger can help. The, the Jedi knew about the clones and what, and what they could do. They knew their strengths and weaknesses because they fought alongside them. But... They also had that unpredictability by the fact that they wiped them all out. So I do think they did. I think, like you said, I think it was a begrudging respect, almost begrudging fear, where I think a Jedi knew that toe-to-toe they could take on a one-on-one, the Jedi could take on the clone. They would take them to pieces. But there was in the back of their mind, I think, something to say that, you know, these these guys, by hook or by crook, wiped us all out alongside a powerful Sith Lord. Sith Lord? Wiped all of us out. So I think that's in the back of their mind. The way that Kanan reacted, I think, is telling. He wasn't willing to listen. He would have, if he had a chance, he would have destroyed the three clones in that episode there and then. Because all he knows is the clones wiped out his order. 
he's now on the run because of the actions of these guys and their kin. So I think there was, and maybe the Bad Batch can go into that a bit more. I don't really want too many Jedi in hiding popping up. We've had uh, a few already. Obviously, Ezra, Ahsoka are still there. Uh, our boy, our geezer, Cal Kestis from Fallen Order. He's still potentially around. I don't want too many because it does dilute it a little bit, but maybe the Bad Batch will find a Jedi survivor uh, and we'll see more of that in the Bad Batch. But it's interesting. I would like to know more about the the Jedi, surviving Jedi thoughts on the clones. I think that's a good bit of a storytelling to tell there, but... Um, yeah nice one uh, Scott mate I can't wait for Bad Batch the more He's I think now, about it you? the more I think about it I'm like man you know like we said in the news round earlier we went to the podcast as well man and oh, of course in the podcast we went Covered in it. yeah 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 if you want to hear that patreon.com forward slash Star Wars yeah we covered it all on there um, we're excited for it now so Scott nice one thank you so much for your question Vadim Lovely question as ever. We'd love to hear what you guys think out there. And uh, bartender, sorry about the mess, but we will be back for another instalment of the Bantina next week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. That's right, it's that time of the show where we do the Star Wars Sessions game every game. week. End of the show, we do a game for the Bants, and this week is my turn to host. Matty Boy, are you ready for your game? Ready and anxious as ever. This game is called, Is It a Real Tweet? <laughs> yeah. What could this be about? I don't know, mate. I don't know. So, uh, like we said earlier on in the show, we put out a uh, tweet on the 28th of February, uh, just asking people at 10, how excited are you for the Ahsoka show? And, uh, yeah, it got some very popular responses, a lot of which were positive, but also uh, a, a lot were negative. Um, and I, I suppose it has nothing to do with the fact that a YouTuber who doesn't really like Disney-era Star Wars uh, quote quote retweeted us um, retweeted and while well, quoting us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I oh, have nothing to do with that. But anyway, mate. Are you ready? Because you need to decide, was this actually a reply to our tweet or was it not? Right. Put me on the spot. I'm ready, mate. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Well, play the music, mate, and let's dive in. Eight out of ten. I'm more excited about the Acolyte. New era, new content, new characters, and a possible dive into Sith history. Real tweet or fake tweet? Well, that sounds fairly on the level. That sounds fairly normal. So I've got to say, yeah, that's, that's a real tweet, mate. That's right. We started off easy. It's a real tweet. That was by a guy yeah. called Jedi Dave with a Canadian King. flag next to his name. So, you know, I assume he's uh, Canadian. What about, what, what, what about this? Um, I'm going to say somewhere around a two or a three right now. Lucasfilm has some things to fix internally. Kathleen Kennedy needs to go enjoy a happy retirement. Take her coven with her. 
Um, right. Two or three. Uh, I've got to sift through now to think. I am. Go- I'm going to throw a dartboard to say that's a real tweet, just because of what I've seen come through. It is a real tweet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well done, mate. Okay. Yes. Let's try. Let's try another one. What about this? We've never had a clean sweep. We, we've never. We, I reckon we might have one. I reckon we might have one. What about this? I'm looking forward to muting Ahsoka on Twitter. <laughs> Is that just you? Is that just you, mate? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm looking forward to muting Ahsoka on t- Twitter. Um, oh, um, cool. Again, that could be a positive or negative. Uh, right, right. I'm going to stick my ostrich hat neck out and say that's a real tweet. It's a real tweet. <laughs> it's a real tweet. All yeah, right. Sorry. All right, Matty Boy. What Ooh. about this next one? I want to be excited because I love her, but I just can't <laughs> handle her makeup and headpiece. Uh, I want to be excited because I love her. Yeah. Just can't handle the makeup and the headpiece. <sighs> Again... It, it, obviously that's the name of the game but it could be real uh, I want to be excited because I love her um, uh, I've gone three and oh so let's say it's a fake one it's a real reply Matty boy oh, it's a real when are we going to get the 100% it's a real ting it's a real ting yeah and it, I, I like again I like that one because it's like oh yeah no fair enough you know you know, that's ah. someone's opinion. You can't go with That's fine. That is fine. Totally Give me a wrong answer, though, so not pleased with that. Okay, all right. So what about this one? Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to pirating it. Disney's never getting a dime out of me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Said the UK, Mando season one. Um, True. Uh, I'm looking forward. Uh, that's got to be real. That it's, has to be real. It's real. Come on. <laughs> it's real. It's real. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. This is great. This is great. Um, okay. Um, what about this? Remember when Luke, Han, and Leia were the main characters of Star Wars? Not really, mate, because I was born in the 90s and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's a tweet, is it? Grew up with the oh. prequel trilogy. So. Yeah. What's wrong with what's, what's, what's that got to do with That can't be real. That, I mean, look, there are some takes which may or may not be great, but if that is the take, that can't be, surely. You reckon it's a fake? It's got to be fake. It's real. No! <laughs> Someone replied to that to us 11 hours ago, Matty boy. They love God! it. They love it. I love it. What about this? 66 out of 10. Um, 66. After after that last one, anything goes. I mean, uh, I'm going to say, well, that, that last one was real and that was absurd. The normal one's got to be fake. It's real, mate. <laughs> oh, the streak is definitely ending here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's real. Bro. It's real. It's crazy. Um, let's let's have a look. What about this? Nine out of ten because Ahsoka Tano means so much to me, and I'm excited to see Dave Filoni explore a new portion of his character's life. 
she dealing with the consequences of the Mandalore uh, Malachor duel, exploring the galaxy in search of Thrawn and potentially reuniting with Luke and Anakin. Portion. Uh, that was quite long-winded, and I can't imagine you've just come up with that off the top of your head, so it's got to be real. It's real, mate. It's Thank real. Goodness for that. It's real. You're putting down your, your, your rhythm skills there, but your flowing skills, but... Ah, uh, I'm glad. Okay, I'm back on the train. Okay, and there we go. I think we're going to leave it there. I think we're going to leave it there because we got we got so many replies. Yeah. Like, I think I just tweeted this off the cuff. Yes, you know, Sunday morning, just thinking. Oh, you know, let's see, let's see how much this uh, get this a couple, gets a couple of comments. It's yeah. mental because my phone, like um, Beyonce and Lady Gaga once said, my you know, blowing up my phone like uh, in telephone. My phone's been blowing up because of it. Every time I look at my phone, it's it's someone on one side of the fence or the other. And again, whatever side you're on, fine, no bother. It's your opinion. Um, but uh, Luke said yesterday, I put up a tweet. It's doing quite well. <laughs> I looked at it later, like, damn, <laughs> man, it's okay. And then all day today, it's just like, yep. Uh, even now, even now, I look at my phone. There's notifications on there. So, yeah, nice one. The Ahsoka show has gained a lot of traction. So did that message. So. Thanks, everyone, for replying. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, welcome to the Spice Train, if you're a new listener. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for all your comments. And that was the game. Nice one, mate. Yeah, absolutely. That's it, mate. Your turn next week. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to beat that, because that was on point. But uh, next week, if it is a QA and a based game, we'll hope to get 100%. Again, in 104 episodes, we've never had all the episodes we've done a game. We've never had a clean sweep. So somebody will do it one day, but today is not that day. However, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions 104. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media. Just search Star Wars Sessions. We'll be there. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok facebook the lot we're gonna be there if you want to send us a message maybe a voice note appear in the show maybe you know it's all good fun send us an email to email oh no well to you know our email you know <laughs> just our send email it to email we'll get send, it send it to email at email no send it to hello there at starwarssessions.co.uk that's it that's it i'm out i'm done i'm that's gonna go have a beer we're, we're on podcast provider and oh anchor fm spotify <laughs> apple podcast stitcher tune in anywhere you can find a podcast you find us there if you do love the show which we certainly hope you do please consider leaving us that five star review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com and do the same it's the imdb for podcasts it's awesome we're on there so every review that you leave every positive rating brings more people in means we can engage with you guys more which is what we're all about we love hearing from each and every one of you every week so thank you yes and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum, tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell the twitter mob tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spice yeah that's right that's right tell bidlow quove this is the podcast you're looking for So until next time from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you, always. Luke! Luke! Buchaka. Luke on Leia. Oh. 
our Essex-based podcast heroes. You're in the wrong place, Ezra Bridger. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>